Hey there, this is Gregory Williams, and I'm the senior pastor of Transform Church. Welcome to our podcast. I hope the following presentation really inspires you to deepen your faith walk and encourages you along your journey. Enjoy the message. So thank you so much for joining us today, and we pray that you will be blessed by today's word. I know our country is going through something that is so new and uncharted, and it is challenging and definitely a paradigm shift for the world and for Australia. And it is definitely has some um, negative components to it, and there are some positive components as well. But this right here and you being here with us today, sitting at your homes and with your families and joining us is definitely a positive component. So we would like to thank you for being here. And right now, we are seeing such a shift in humanity and how we are dealing with the rapid changes that comes in and out every day and how everyone is trying to contribute to um, still improve our community and, and help keep everyone safe as well as sustained in these times. And in saying that, I would just like to honor and thank each and every one of those who are on the front line of um, tackling this pandemic and actually facing it firsthand despite the fear and uncertainty um, to our healthcare workers and our government leaders. These are not easy things for them to deal with, as well as the farmers to all the delivery personnel and everyone who is finding it hard and struggling because they have lost their daily jobs and routines and source of income and um, not knowing when and where will it all end and when is it going to be over and get their jobs back. Um, a lot of us might be asking this question, what do we actually do now? Um, things are changing. I understand that we are not in the normal part or season of our lives. And I just want to encourage you today to stand and remain strong and faithful for God is in the middle of it all. And it's not just he is in the middle of it all. He is actually ever interceding. He is refreshing, renewing, and he is still unmoved, unchanged, and never defeated. He is still peace. And I want you to know that we have a God who specializes in settling unsettable situations. So my mind went back in this past few weeks from Matthew 8 or Mark 4 as well as Luke 8. And you might already know the story where the disciples got into a boat with Jesus and a great storm came. In the story, Peter was actually steering the ship and the ship was going through a storm. And what I find very interesting is that um, is that it must have been a storm of an unprecedented level because Peter was actually an experienced fisherman and he was used to being on the water. But surely this storm right here seemed to destroy and compromise everything that he had ever known and done. And he wondered in himself what all people um, wonder in themselves when, when they're faced with something new in their lives. Do I have what it takes to get the people where I'm trying to get them to go? Or how should I handle it? What should I do? You know the story as well as I do that Jesus was asleep. He was actually sleeping in the bottom of the boat. 
And in this situation, it's not time for you to be sleeping. It's, it's a panic time, isn't it? It's, it's something where it's a situation where you need help. You actually need help right here, right now. And in, in Peter's situation, the disciple situation, they need help ASAP. And so obviously panic is one of the reactions that they could have ever, um, they could have done at that time. And they were dealing with the storm, just like we're dealing with some storm right now. And they wondered, does God still care? And that's what people always do whenever hardships come, you know, and and they question the resolve of God and they wonder what to do and, and what to say and how to go forward. But the thing is, I love this, the, the, the part where he woke Jesus up. You know, sometimes when things happen to you and you have nowhere else and nobody else to go to, sometimes waking Jesus up is the best way to go. And so Jesus rose up to the mire of the ship and said peace to what Peter could not calm down. And he said, be still to what Peter could not actually resolve. And I don't think it's going to be long before God says peace And be still to the winds and the waves. And I don't think it'll be long until God says, peace, be still to you and your circumstance and your situation. And the winds and the waves, I guarantee you, still knows his name. And his name is still mighty. And he still sits on the throne. And I encourage you today to let that peace rise in your heart right now and comfort you. You know, hysteria has never really saved anybody. Um, anxiety never really helped anybody. I can tell you that because I go through it as well. And being nervous, insomnia, yelling at the dog or your kids at home, kicking the cat will not fix the situation. And I love the song that Moses sang in Exodus um, chapter 15, verse 2, when he sings, The Lord is my strength and song, and he has become my salvation, my God, and I will praise him, my father's God, and I will exalt him. You know, for someone who is going through a lot and going through tough times, praising God can be quite a challenge. But a person who has really gone through it can tell you how truly God is their strength. And there's so much strength in the peace that God brings inside of us. And even if we are in the middle of a storm and distancing ourselves seem to be the solution for now. And it is temporary. And I encourage you all to still choose life and God's strength and his peace. In Psalms 15 verses four to, uh, 55 verses 4 to 8, he says that my heart is in anguish within me. The terrors of death assail me. I know this is a bit of a downer, but it also says fear and trembling have beset me. Horror has overwhelmed me. I said, oh, that I had the wings of a dove. I would fly away and be at rest and I would flee far, far away and stay in the desert. I would hurry to my place of shelter far from the tempest and storm. This is actually a psalm of David and who was a warrior in any sense of the word. He had already killed a giant and a lion and a bear. And there's nothing that is unmanly or timid about David. David was strong. David was courageous. Yet he still had fears. And that is okay. 
you know, it's okay for you to have them too. It's what you do about them that really matters. What David knew is that perfect love drives out fear. I'm going to say it again. Perfect love drives out fear. And because God is love, he can drive it out. And what I really understand from my life with God and the things that I have been through is that you never really know how strong you are until strong is the only choice you have. And David said if he had wings, he would just fly away. Unfortunately, he couldn't flee the scene like a dove or so we, we can't do that. We can't just fly. We don't have wings. And but David did um, what David did do at times of trouble was really turn to the Lord, his shelter. And David said a few verses later, and this is really encouraging to cast your cares on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. God is so good. That is his promise. And the chances are pretty high that you don't have wings either. And so where do you turn in times of trouble? Can I tell you something? Acknowledging that um, you have fear is not an indictment on you or your faith. It just means that you are human. And it means that you need God. And just like David, you're going through to face storms in life. And when they happen and they will happen, you can control your reaction to them by your attitude. Now, I was reading um, a book a while back and um, Chuck Swindle wrote about attitude. And he said, the remarkable thing is we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. And we cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have, and that is our attitude. And I am convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. Now, reflecting on that, how is your attitude today? There's an old saying, and you might know this already, a bad attitude is like a flat tire and you can't go anywhere until you change it. So the choice really is yours and you get to make it each day and every day and every day. And you can choose life or death or fear or faith. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you. That I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live. And this is a word from Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19. You know, the days ahead may provide a significant challenge. But ultimately, and I earnestly believe that God's strength will prevail. Therefore, we will prevail. My heart is nonetheless heartbroken and, um, you know, sad for the families who are bereaved and those who are worried about loved ones that they cannot even touch. And I think we need to truly set an example as believers and followers of Christ to truly show an attitude of faith and strength in him to others. 
look, if a tiny virus can actually cause this much damage in the world, imagine, just imagine what a small mustard-sized faith can do. Just imagine that. And I was listening to Pastor Craig Groeschel's podcast, and I loved when he stated that every major crisis creates unexpected problems. This is very true. However, every major crisis also creates unprecedented opportunities. Now, let's just reflect on that for a minute. Yes, we are in the middle of a crisis. And as Christians, we have many great opportunities to reach out in faith and show others what God can really do. You know, people are hungry for connection. They're hungry for community. And maybe this is a great opportunity for you to reconnect to those who, have, who you haven't even spoken to in a while. Make phone calls or video calls to family members and friends that you haven't seen in a while or seen in church. A great opportunity to pray for someone. Reconnect with a family member that you don't really speak to. And an opportunity to give to the church and your community with whatever means you have. And these are reasons why we are called the church. Not the building, but showing up and showing out as Christ to someone else. And remind yourself who he is and who you are in Christ. Let's turn our attitude around. Let's try not to complain about the simple things and and bicker like small children. These are people. There are people out there who are in real pain. They're not just numbers. You know, you look at the statistics every day and you'll see the numbers are increasing. These numbers may lower, but you have to understand they're not just numbers. These are actually real people. These are sisters, they're brothers and mothers and fathers and family who feel helpless. They're not just numbers that we look at. So you may ask, what can you do? What do we do now? You know, with so much chaos happening in the world, it's necessary to just pause and reflect everything that God has already done. So what I find is continuing to be strong and declaring the goodness and peace of God to my surroundings. You know, you got to keep praying, keep praising. And importantly, you need to keep smiling you know, I am grateful for this life. I'm, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for technology and, and my family and my loved ones. And look, in all of that is happening each day, I discovered that gratitude actually reduces my fear. And look, um, I know this is a tough time, but he is still a faithful God. And he has not forsaken you or left you behind. And if you could just look backwards again and remember how good he was before, it's going to remind you to not fear where you're going in the future. So as we say, we're trying to flatten the curve. This is why we're doing all these measures. And it's not something to cause fear. But here are some things that, you know, some curves that you need to flatten. You got to ask yourself, what curves, what other curves do I need to flatten in this season that I'm in? Maybe you need to flatten the curve of evil with good, flatten the curve of fear with faith, flatten the curve of worry with peace, 
flatten the curve of guilt with grace, flatten the curve of resentment with forgiveness, flatten the curve of anger with joy, and flatten the curve of hate with love, flatten the curve of failure with perseverance, flatten the curve of regret with new beginnings, flatten the curve of despair with hope, flatten the curve of panic with ease, and flatten the curve of insecurity with confidence. You know, we need to change the attitude. It's your attitude that what really will change your situation in this season. And if you find yourself in a helpless or hopeless situation today, or just not seeing the grace of God in all of it, um, in the middle of the storm, let me tell you what, there is still help. There is hope. And his name is Jesus. You know, Jesus said in John eight twelve, I am the light of the world. And whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And I would just like to pray for you today for God to continue to shine his light for us to be a reflection of him alive and living in us. Not just through Instagram, not just through the internet, but actually a living example of God to to others and help us to stay plugged in and illuminate his glory to the world. And as long as we stay close to God, the light source, we have nothing to fear. Let's pray together. You know, I've joined, um, if you have the Bible app right now, I encourage you to pray together. And there's a prayer right there that I would really love for us to pray together. And they said, this is our prayer. It's your name, Lord, that is honored from generation to generation. You alone, alone are worthy of glory and praise. And you are not shocked by the state of the world right now. And your ways are not our ways. And you are not at a loss about what to do. Nothing is impossible for you. So today, Lord, we are proclaiming that you will be glorified through this pandemic, that your name will be known and praised throughout the earth. Pierce the darkness with your light and shine brighter than fear of death or economic ruin or a long quarantine. When we look back on this moment in history, Would we be filled with joy as we remember the revival, the hope, and the peace that came out of this season? We pray, Lord, that you continue to draw this hurting world back to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hello again, and thank you so much for listening. I really hope that message has encouraged you. Would you please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review? This really helps others get exposed to this uplifting message. I would also love for you to share this message with a friend or someone you think would be really inspired and blessed by this. Sharing this on social media like Facebook really does help others also get this free content. I'm honored you chose to spend some of your valuable time with us. Have an amazing day.